My Money and Me with Sumitra Naidu on Kaya 959 on the street on the air. Right, we're now talking about what happens in the workplace, what you should say and what you shouldn't say. Everything you say in the workplace counts. According to Vumila Mswele, a very good evening to you. Good evening, listeners. Good evening, Sumitra. How are you? I'm very good, thank you. And I'm very intrigued by this. I mean, you know, people tend to say that, you know, you must be open and you must feel like this is home and say what you need to say, but it's not the case. Not always. And if it is home, it's like being at your parents' house. Mm-hmm. There's certain things you just can't get away with saying. And there's certain things you, if you say will actually increase your presence and respect in the workplace. Okay, so then what, what are the things that we shouldn't be saying? Like things that I wouldn't think, I'd probably think that, you know, I, it's okay for me to talk about my pets or something at, at uh, in the workplace. What what shouldn't we be talking about? So what I'm going to focus on a lot to meet you today is really about what diminishes our executive presence. Mm-hmm. And the first one is sorry. Sorry, I'm late. So sorry, can you hear me? Sorry, I'm on mute. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Ah, I've heard we that. Need to... <laughs> I've heard that yeah, before. To... I think I'm a serial yeah. offender as well. Yeah, we need to stop saying sorry and rather place sorry with thank you. Thank mm-hmm. you for your patience. Thank you for bearing with me whilst I'm having technical difficulties. Thank you for waiting for me. Rather thank people than say sorry. Okay. All right. That's a good one. That's a, that's a, what, what, what else can we replace that with? If you really Another just want to apologize. I appreciate your understanding. Mm-hmm. I know we're all a little bit frustrated, but I appreciate. So rather take that I'm sorry to a place of gratitude. Okay. And another thing we also tend to do is we tend to apologize when there's a problem. And one of the ways we can sort of shift that is stop the problem from I to we. I can see we're in the situation. How can we resolve it? Yeah. What are we as a team going to do to sort this out? So shifting that I to we, in essence, creates collective accountability. I would, you know, there's still, you know, a, a debate around that for me. Uh, I mean, what if you come across as not acknowledging that there is a problem and a little bit arrogant that, um, you know, I'm not apologizing for what I've done, but I'm just telling you, thank you for being patient. Is, is, is that still okay? Uh, for me, if it is your fault, you do apologize. Mm-hmm. So if it's a case of taking accountability where you have dropped the ball, you have let your team down, definitely that is the right case to apologize because that in essence is taking accountability and increasing your executive presence. But to be in a constant state of sorry and I'll take on the blame constantly does not increase your executive presence. So I think it's a fine line there. If you're wrong, if it was something you should have been able to foresee and you didn't, you dropped the ball, obviously apologize. If, however, it really is a case of, you know, the network, like I'm sitting in low shooting right now, it's not really my fault. It's ESCOM's fault. So it's one of those where I'm sure everyone can appreciate the situation currently in the country and we continue. Sure. As opposed to apologizing for something that you actually could not have controlled. So I, I get that. It diminishes who you are and your executive role as well and the presence that you have. What are some of the other things that you shouldn't be saying? Some of the other things is constantly saying, I don't know. If you, if we're constantly saying, often when we meet things, we don't have all the data with us there and then. But constantly answering by, I don't know, I don't know, starts to mm. come across as incompetent. Mm-hmm. So what I'd rather use, we say is, let me revert back with more granular details. Oh, nice. that's an interesting question you've posed. Let me investigate and give you some feedback a little bit later, as opposed to, I don't know. It almost says that, you know, I'm not even going to make an effort to find out. 
It does. It's an essence. You you sort of you know giving up that power to who the you know to the gods that be that someone out there might know, but it's definitely not me. So I think shifting that and um, shifting that narrative and taking accountability by getting the data really does make you look like you are a leader. And one of the ones that we also often do is you know sometimes we get a bit frustrated with our colleagues, and all of a sudden we start saying, "I'm really upset. You know, you're frustrating me. Mm. Try say something else." This is a reason that I disagree with that decision or that particular point of view. Stick to the facts without bringing emotions in. The moment we personalize things, what we tend to find is that the person we're disagreeing with starts to become defensive. Mm. So if we stick to the logic and, and, and calmly explain our, our thought process and our argument, it be, it's a lot more collaborative and it allows for more discussion. Okay, and then also I think one of the other things is about talking about somebody when they are not there or not having them in the conversation. There could be a bit of correspondence. What about that? So if someone is not in the room, it's often a very good idea. I don't want to speak out of turn, and I would really appreciate if, uh, to get some of Sumitra's insight. This is where I stand, but mm-hmm. um, I'm happy to give feedback once I've roped Sumitra in. Don't speak for someone when they're not in the room unless you they've given you the power of authority to go ahead and speak on their behalf. What it does is it makes you look like you are taking, in essence, someone's power and authority away, which is never a good idea. So if someone is not in the room, avoid speaking for them or speaking about them. But you can say you will speak with them regarding the particular topic that's on hand. Very interesting, Vumile. It's it's really about changing your language and also commanding a bit of respect in the workplace. Vumile, as always, thanks so much for chatting to us. Where can we find you? Of course, the conversation continues on the social media streets. You can find me on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram as Vumile Mswedi Career Coach. Thank you so much. That was Vumile Mswedi, founder of Hesed Consulting. My Money and Me, every Tuesday from 8 to 9 p.m. On Kaya 959, on the street, on the air.